People have told stories of the strange and supernatural for centuries. Tales of the restless dead return to haunt the living. Whispers of damned souls doing the devil's bidding on earth. Rumors of inhuman things that still hunt the old forests, untouched by the glare of modern life. There may be more to these stories than you could ever imagine. Join us tonight as we delve into the deeper truth inside these mysteries. Hello and welcome back to another episode. I am Lee Solway. And I'm Finchy McFinch. We thank you very much for joining us today. Right, so we're getting back to normal, more or less. Um, back together in the same studio. Yeah, so we should be able to put out some shows, proper shows, going forward. None of this Skype shite. Yeah, because that has just been a ball. Like, I mean, there's so much content that we've recorded that we've not been able to put out because yeah. of just it dropping out and oh, it's, it's just been a nightmare. But anyway, that should all be in the past, fingers crossed, so we're getting back to normal. Today's just going to be a quick news episode. And then... Um, we put in an episode straight onto Patreon. Uh, I'll talk about Patreon later in the show. But um, during this lockdown, right, everybody's been going, a lot of people have been going outside mostly to look at the Starlink. Um, this, you know, the, you, you can yeah. see it pretty much most nights. You can see it going through the sky and all that. So a lot of people are going out there. But I've been noticing a lot of people have been contacting me, and I've mentioned before on the show that people are seeing strange things in the sky, right? And this is not Starlink. This right. is objects moving back and forth. Is this Starlink still going then, or is it... Well, it's up there now, isn't it? So it's... Staying there. Yeah. So I right. presume he's just launching shit every now and again. But then, incidentally, there was that video which I put on the Hangout on the Facebook. I don't know if any of you caught it, where there was, like, a mouse running around it. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I think it was going, like, 17,000 miles an hour <laughs> and whatever it was, uh, the altitude and that. And it was, there's, a, there's like, a little... It looks... And, I mean, it does look like a mouse. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it, go and check it out. Go on YouTube and type, just type in um, Tom and Jerry in space. Yeah, and it'll, <laughs> it'll come up anyway. But um, what is it, the dragon or whatever it's called? And it's Danger mouse. mouse. But yeah, go and find it and have a look at it. And I don't know what that. I don't know what that could be. But then it makes you wonder: is all this bollocks as well? Yeah, because we already know that quite a lot of the um, the NASA stuff is. It's crap. Oh, do we now? Do we? Yeah, I think we it's, do. That's come up into play quite recent again, because it was, obviously there's just been this uh, Starlink thing going on, mm. and I've been seeing a lot more attention to moon landings, things like that, of, you know, people saying conspiracy, blah, 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 it's fake and all this and that. But it's, a lot, it's, it's coming to... I don't know why. don't know why it's come up, but it's a lot more interest in that now. Yeah, but it might be being used as a diversion, because, you know, when there's... When there's something going on, and this we've got this pandemic and all the rest of it, so and a lot of people are twigging onto this now that it's not um, as serious as what they tried to make out of the end. Let's just say the elites may have played their hand a little bit too early, right? And now they're trying to force it through based on the back of a you know an empty promise, if you like. It's not it's not fulfilled all the scaremongering that they started off with. Now that's not to say elderly people aren't dying because they are yeah you know what i mean L- droves of elderly people and people come up it is are dying but the vast population is not yeah you know most people get it don't even know they've had it so that means you don't need a vaccine at that point yeah right so they're trying to perpetuate this crisis um so that people line up for this vaccine and there is countries where they've already said they're gonna have it yeah as soon as it's made as soon right? as it's out we'll have everyone have it which is crazy but there's a, a brilliant episode on all this. It's called um, 
Uh, it's on London Real. Uh, I think he put it out as a podcast as well, so it'll be available there. And it was with Dr. True Penny. He's had a few people on there, but it's definitely worth listening to if you get a chance. And she goes through a lot of the, uh, you know, the vaccines that have been trialled in the past and all the rest of it, and she's worked on a few. So it's interesting stuff. But that that definitely worth check out. But coming back to the UFOs, yeah. So a lot of people are seeing stuff, and I put a poll up the other day on Facebook um, during this lockdown. Have you seen anything strange in the skies? Because me, myself, <clears throat> and I've told you before on here as well, but I've seen these white lights and they shoot across the sky, then blink out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then they'll reappear going back the other direction. Yeah. Fucking weird shit. And to me, that, I don't know whether that is man made technology or not, but it's weird. And, you know, if someone said, is it, you know, is it alien? I don't know. But it makes you wonder if it's all coinciding with, you know, you've got the Pentagon basically saying that extraterrestrial vehicles are in our atmosphere there's nothing we can do about which we already know you know the the mod said this years ago that's always been the line and it no defense significance in other words they're here but unless they do anything to threaten us or uh, you know that sort of thing then they're no defense significance you know what i mean we won't touch them unless they touch us yeah you know so they're almost admitting that they're there Without admitting it, you know what I mean? Attack it's, when attacked. Yeah, it's like that, um, you know, it's like legalese, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, there's ways of saying things without saying it. But the Americans now, the Pentagon and that, re- releasing all this information, basically saying that they are there, we can't do anything about them. Makes me wonder if they knew this was coming. Yeah. They knew this ramp up of UFO activity was coming because UFOs have sort of died off the last few years. And then there's now they seem to be picking up. Anyway, like I say, ask the poll if you've seen a UFO during this lockdown. Then come and say on the poll, yes. If you haven't been looking, if you haven't been going out and looking for them, right, then your answer is going to be no. But that's because you haven't been out looking for them. Yeah, it's different if you have been out and you haven't seen out. So maybe I should have another thing on there. No, I've been looking. No, I haven't been looking. Because if it's no, you haven't been looking, it's really don't. It's really it's it's not relevant, is it? Yeah. You know what I mean? But but don't value your opinion. Yeah, (laughs) I I absolutely (laughs) do not. But uh, no, I do. I mean. Those opinions, those votes are still votes, but, I mean, if you haven't been looking for them, then you're not going to see them. That's, that, obviously, is, is the point. But people, if they have been looking for them, that's what I mean. I don't think I've added my thing to a poll on that one. Mm. I haven't seen one. But I have been... I, I mean, I, a couple of nights, I go out, built, built a bit of new thing in a garden where I can go out now and have a drink yeah. and watch a sky. Well, a lot of people have, haven't they? And, well, yeah, everyone's had time on mm. their hands. And... Uh, I've gone out, and to be fair, apart from the Starlink, you know, when it first kicked off and you're yeah, seeing yeah. it flying by, I mean, I must have been drinking quite heavy at night, because I, I thought it was only 15 I was supposed to see. Well, I swear to God, I must have been seeing 30, 40 of them. 60, it was. 60? 60, yeah. Oh, right. Well, yeah. there you go, then. Yeah. Um, I know, because I thought it was about 12 or something. I, I thought it was 15, like, yeah. It was like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. And that's it then, and I was like looking up, it still kept you going. still kept I going, like, <laughs> I was thinking, How many is well, yeah, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. I read somewhere it was 60, yeah. Yeah. It was like watching an episode of Star Wars again. But um, the point is, um, I put up on the Facebook page, the Facebook group, the um, video that my mate sent me. Um, and again, he was just up the road from me watching these things in the sky and he managed to run in the house, grab his phone, get back out and just catch the end of one just before it went it blinked out. Um and you just see it, but you if you watch that video, it's only probably the actual bit where you can see the craft is probably what, ten seconds long? Yeah. But you see it, it's moving and then it all of a sudden it just goes like it it's like I don't know there was no other way to ex- explain it other than zooms. You know what I mean? It goes 
it's going along, then it zooms to there, and then it carries on at the same speed it was going. But that that acceleration in the middle, and it's not just going in a straight line, it's actually curving. Weaving round, yeah. Which is weird. So it's obviously doing something, manipulating gravity or whatever it's doing to move that fast, and this results in this curvature. I don't know if that's just to your eye or if that's actually what it's doing, but you see that in that video, and that's what I'm seeing. You know but once, I mean? a lot of people are seeing. We've had, we've had some activity. Well, not activity as UFO sort of thing, but it might be connected. We had the jet, didn't we? That's crashed in the yeah in the about, sea, yeah. about sixty mile or so well, off that sea. Was the, it? That's the same nights as this has been going on. Yeah, you know. Then we get an American jet uh, fighter jet crashes into the sea at nine forty, I think, at night. Yeah, and um, I don't know. Was it night or morning? Must have been night. Well, I don't know. Never but anyway, it crashed I'll, into the sea. We'll look into that. But all this UFO activity has been going on at the same time as this jet crashed. But it makes you wonder why he didn't eject, you know? It's weird, isn't it? Mm. It is weird. Yeah. It, oh, no. It's 9, 9.40 in the morning. Yeah. In the and morning. That's when it actually went down or when they started searching for it. Well, they're saying approximately around there, so I don't mm. know. Well, whatever. Give it but it still 10, went down. Minutes. It's still gone you know, down. Obviously, UFOs don't just come out at night. But, you know, maybe it's a coincidence... A lot of these things are, but... Well, that's the thing, though, isn't it? Between, between channels and countries and that, you know, who is actually seeing what's going through? Apart from the government, so they'll have, a, like, a, a radar, you know, type thing going what's passing through and that. But there must be several things that slip through the net. I mean, obviously, it's like the Russian Russian submarine that was found just off the coast of Ireland. Mm. Um, okay. Scotland as well, we've had it. Um, we've had it off the east coast of England as well, where, you know... Russian submarines have been sneaking up, I suppose you could you could call it. But these planes as well, you know, they're flying through that fast. Some of them more than the speed of uh, sounding it. That's um, just it's crazy. What what could be actually flying through there? It's not necessarily some. Well, it's it's been earthly. It's, you know, it's been speculated for a long time now that there is an alien base in the North Sea. Yeah, lots and lots of pilots see stuff out there. Lots and lots of fishermen see strange lights under the underwater there. So I don't know, but it just seems like it's a coincidence. But essentially, what I'm saying is, if you get chance and you and you, you can get out in the garden, whatever, and, and just look at this night sky, just see if you see anything. And if you do, strange, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not talking about because obviously there's a constellation the other night, wasn't there, where you could see was it Jupiter, Mars, and so many ones, and the moon, it? Yeah. Or, or Venus, Jupiter, Venus, and, and the moon, like they formed a triangle. But you're going to see that, and you're going to know it's the fucking moon and planets. You know, it's not moving. Oh, I mean, obviously, it's slowly not moving. Not sure, it could the be the Illuminati. But it's not zipping backwards and forwards through the night sky, you know what I mean? It's not, you know what I mean? It's not this bullshit where people say, oh, it's just Venus you saw, and all that. But no, this is not Venus, what I'm seeing. And they don't have two Venuses going back and forth in the night sky anyway. <laughs> but a lot a lot of these stars, what you see, these, these lights, I've said it before, but a lot of them almost look like they're organic, and it's some sort of courtship ritual, because they... They start around each other. Right. It's really weird to see. But um, anyway, this is from the mirror look. Man forced to self-isolate alone in ghost town with chilling past and spirits. This is yeah. Mm. A huge snowstorm means that Brent Underwood is spending coronavirus lockdown in Carrero Gordo in California, where he claims that he believes... The ghosts of the past residents are making things move during the night. Fascinated by this terrifying past, entrepreneur Brent Underwood bought an abandoned California mining town for $1.4 million. He visits there, he visits it, um, 
which it has two. No, so it's got twenty-two buildings, right? Yeah. And it's been the subject of many paranormal TV shows, and he likes to go there every month to explore it. Why not? It's basically it's just like say, it is that it's a ghost town. You know, yeah. people just left them, and he bought it. And like I say, all the buildings are there, and in these buildings, you still got the old, just the shit that's left behind. It's a cracking name, Brent Underwood. Just it sounds like Clint Eastwood. Yeah, so perfect. I mean, you've seen a picture of him, you know, and yeah, he's, he's that and everything. He is, he's like Clint Eastwood, isn't he? Explorer, yeah. yeah. Um, the old John Wayne. But anyway, his most recent trip has ended in him not being able to uh, get back as he planned because of a heavy snowfall, which means he's now trapped. Okay. He's got no running water, and he's running out of water. Obviously, he's, he's using the snow. Um, that's what he's snowed in, essentially. So he's using yeah. that as, as his. Uh, drink but yep. he's running out of food now he has been able to get some um, tins of tuna that were lying about and stuff but he said some of them are out of date Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what he's living on now but he said he's been noticing though more and more activity the longer he's been in there we did a story not long ago where people have been saying that they've um, during this lockdown they've spent a lot of time in their houses uh, they've, they've seen a ramp up of activity in their houses remember we, we yeah. Mentioned that briefly. I mean, there's more energy in the house as well to work on. Mm. He says the next town is several miles away. Uh, and there is a guy there who normally brings him up food and that. But obviously yeah. he just can't get through either. Yeah. So he is totally stranded. But he did say that um, when I first got there, I was in a t-shirt and enjoying myself. And then it snowed for four days straight. And now there's no way to get out. Um. <laughs> He says that it's an old mining town as a chilling past, saying that the residents used to be left to govern themselves, resulting in an average of a murder a week. <laughs> um, bullet holes still cover the walls of many of the buildings, and Brent's home is above an old collapsed mine, which still holds the bodies of men who died in a tragic accident. I stay in the room with a child ghost, but I haven't seen it yet. Things are moving around... I've seen curtains move. I'm hearing things in the night. There's no draft, but things drop inside the house. Ooh. Yeah, Brent is living in a house that was built in 1871 and has no running water. There is being yeah been forced to, to eat this uh, melting snow. Uh, obviously, he's exhausted. He's living off rice and tuna, like I told you. I would hate tuna. Ugh. Yeah. Same he that, says though. he has no idea when the snow will melt. He has no idea how long he's going to be stuck yeah. there. Um, it can't but be too long. It does mean that he's had plenty of time to explore these old buildings. And he even found, get this, he even found an old copy, a, VH, a VHS copy, the kids won't know what that is, uh, of The Shining. <laughs> the right? Shining, oh. But he hasn't quite worked up the nerve to watch it yet. No, well, no, yeah. not with everything else. So, let's see what some of the comments say on this. So, here we go. It says, um, explore, blimey, shoddy grammar and spelling, which there was actually in that report, but hey-oh. Um, You'd have thought there'd been a bit of moonshine kicking about in a cupboard somewhere, wouldn't you, in one of them? Yeah. Somebody put, it's, it's a storm, the curtains are moving, equals ghost. Uh, but obviously, I think when he's talking about the curtains moving, he's talking about when there is no wind. Yeah. He said there's no draft to fuck off, so. But, yeah, there's that. And then there's this. I don't mind being stuck in it. I like ghost towns. You know, just mm. the look of them and everything. I really Those like Those abandoned them. ones, the old mining towns, the old mining settlements there. They're, they just look cool. They're brilliant. Cool shit, yeah. yeah. Don't get anything round here like that. 
think you might get the odd abandoned barn, but that's about it. Mm. Well, there's a house in Ireland that we were just looking at earlier where um, it's it's not been abandoned. People have been living there, but they've basically just been living in one room. Yeah. Or the kitchen and a, and a small room opposite. And the, the rest of the house has just been left as like a left as like a time capsule. Yeah. You know, the finding... If you get a chance to go... And, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll put this this one up on the uh, on the social media as well so you can look at this story just to see this house but the finding stuff in the living room that dates back to 1970 and people have been living in this house it's not been abandoned three brothers I think have lived in it uh, on and off and the final brother who's alive he got put in a care room in 2015 that's why the house is abandoned now yeah but people have lived up till 2015 in it and there's a living room there they reckon it's been shut off for 50 years Right, so they're finding all this stuff in there. They found a paper. There's even papers that uh, were talking about the Titanic going down. <laughs> sat, in the, sat in the living room and, and sat in the bedroom. Bet some of that's worth some uh, yeah, dollar. But it shows you a picture of the bedroom. And, uh, well, a woman who went down to take the photographs of it, um, she took a lot of it to put it in the museum yeah. as like a display. She actually recreated some of the rooms that were in there. Because like, the houses, I think, it has been demolished now because they're building new houses there. Uh, but. You go go into the bedroom. You can see that the, the sheets are there from just like one day someone got out of bed, got dressed, and never went back to that bedroom. Never come again. back again. Is that where does that? I don't know what. And you see these hoarders and that, but where does that happen? Did she get on the Titanic? Well, who knows? Who knows? But, but you don't you don't get that here though. You don't get. You might get the odd house, obviously, or hmm. uh, you get the factories, the old factories, you know, like the mills and things like that that are abandoned. But you don't get generally you don't abandoned get villages, do abandoned you? villages or hamlets as such. Nothing like that. I mean, the only place you'd see something like that is if it was going to be a, like an area that's going to be flooded or something. Yeah, saying yeah. that though, the US is a lot, more, you know, a lot more desert type areas. Yeah. But well, I guess when resources are gone, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, that's it's, it. Yeah, you move on, don't you? There's nothing else there. Um, now this one really this is again from the mirror this I can't do justice to this I think you need to see the video of this really to to get the full uh, impact of it but it's the moment two ghosts work out in an outdoor gym which baffles police officers Um, and it is essentially that isn't it it's an Uh, outdoor gym and you've got the weight machines there uh, and it's this is the one where you the handlebars are over your head and you pull them down to your chest level uh, and they're actually going two of them, I mean there's loads of machines there these aren't the only two machines in the park by any stretch and these two machines are just going hell for leather aren't yeah, they? Yeah. and it really does look like someone's sat in them doing a workout clattering up and down aren't they and, and I was trying to work out, other than just a straight hoax, which we discussed earlier but other than straight hoax I was thinking maybe it's vibration or something like that. But the, yeah. the, the, but the police officers, you see the film, you see the police officers all stood around it filming it and wondering, like, scratching their heads. But if it was a, a vibration, surely they would feel the vibration in the floor yeah. being that close to it. But it's, other than strings... Yeah, it's more of a momentum in it, in that what's going with it. The way it's going up and down like that. It's definitely, it's definitely some force behind it. Spirit. Yeah, and, it, and the film comes from India, which we know, obviously, India has a uh, massive spiritual side to it, you know, where they experience a lot more supernatural goings-on than we tend to hear, let's say. Well, we don't we don't have any uh, outside gyms. But 
You well, do, we do in parks and that, don't we? Well, I don't know. Can you call them outside gyms? I don't think you can call them outside gyms. Well, we've got some machines there. A swing. I don't know. One of them merry-go-round things. Now we've got, yeah, another piece of interesting news that I've run across this week was this... Um, Scientists have been uh, looking into this, what they think might be rituals that are performed by chimpanzees. Okay. And this is in the uh, Ivory Coast, uh, from what I remember. Um, but, Why have you been? Yeah. <laughs> but and it was either the Congo or the Ivory Coast. It was one of the two, but they ain't far apart. But it, So it's Africa. But these chimpanzees, what they're doing, they've been um, filmed doing this now. They find a tree with like a hollow in it at the, at the base. They find a tree with like a, you know, like, you know, see them trees they have the little triangle yeah. and hollow there and they fill it with rocks okay and then they at certain times they go to this tree pick up a rock run away from the tree then fire the tr- like throw the rock straight back at the tree yeah then go and pick it up do it again or put it back in the hole but then some of them will like run past the tree grab a rock and then bang the tree All and right. then run off uh. and then do some sort of display and then come back and bang it again but it made me wonder Either playing basketball. Well, it made me wonder <laughs> about the Bigfoot situation because here we have this elusive creature, right, that wants to stay away from people, doesn't want people to know it's there, obviously, you know, and all the rest of the things that go on. If it's seen by people, generally, not always, but generally, it will leave the it will leave the vicinity, get out of sight, yeah? Yeah. It's almost like, and I've said it before, but it's almost like a religion to them. Yeah. You know, there is some element of that. They have got a like religious sort of... Uh, ideology behind them that they, they they cannot be seen by people they know that you know this is not um you know it's, it's in baked in them but it makes me wonder then why they do these things where people are gonna hear them like the classic um you know you wear this wood knock right yeah and i don't i think there's only been one or two occasions where people have actually seen a bigfoot do this wood knock okay so not you know what i mean it's not been seen that often where we can say it's definitely bigfoot doing it but it's, it's sort of assumed now, isn't it? Yeah. This woodknock is... Well, people have said they've seen Bigfoot smash two rocks together. Okay, which would make a similar sort of no- noise to a woodknock, yeah? Because yeah? uh, to find in the... If you ever go and try and do this, right? Finding the right log, stick, if you like, to hit to hit the correct tree is almost... It's, it's almost impossible. <laughs> to make that noise, it's yeah. almost impossible. It's not... You just don't pick any piece of wood and hit a tree and Get it makes it that on. noise. It doesn't happen. No. Um, if you pick a piece of uh, wood up that's too... too uh, rotten, then it'll just break. Yeah. You know? And it's just... It's difficult. So maybe two rocks banging together makes more sense because that's going to be pretty much... It's going to achieve that sound 100% of the yeah. time, you know? But... What I'm saying is, is why did they do it, right? If they want to be so elusive, why do they do these things that are going to draw attention to themselves? Like you wear these films where people hear them screaming and screaming off in the woods. Now, yeah. I think there, are, I think that could be giving birth. Possibly. Um, or some sort of mating thing. Call, yeah. Um, you know, maybe they're having a good time. But, because, <laughs> why, you know, because that's something you can't control. If you're giving birth, right, maybe... You know, although she's going to know she's got to be quiet because that's the law, but when she's giving birth, I mean, you're going to give her some leeway. So maybe that's what we're hearing in those examples. But the wood knocks, maybe this is some sort of ritual type thing that they're doing. Yeah. You know, maybe this is not communication. Maybe this is is some sort of ritual. And, and maybe what you're seeing in these chim- chimps, this display the chimps are doing, 
Maybe maybe there's some crossover there. A ritual, or it could be a mark of territory or something. Well, I mean, that's what a lot of people think it is now, don't they? Like some sort of communication, or yeah, yeah. you're in my area, whatever, yeah. But you don't know, I mean, people go out and do it, and they don't understand what they're doing, do they? Well, now I'm going to go home tonight and uh, throw a brick out my front window. Yeah. <laughs> ritual. <laughs> people have got a thing about throwing things, on not Now, scrolling through... Going through some stories this week, and uh, this one gave me a bit of a giggle. First of all, the name gave me a bit of a giggle, but uh, yeah, we're not against anyone's names apart from Donald Trump, apparently. But um, this one, Amethyst Realm, that's the name, mm. Amethyst Realm, is planning to start a family with her partner of nine months. I'm... Okay, so she, she's found someone. She wants to uh, start a family with him. Been with with him nine months. She wants to start a family yep, with him. That's a long time these days. But it's a ghost she met on holiday. Right. She's going to struggle. Right. Now, <laughs> Amethyst, 30 years old, a spiritual guidance counsellor. Do I need to carry on no, with any other I story? Mean, but I mean, that's basically unemployed, isn't it? <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> She turned her back on real men 11 years ago. Sorry for anyone that's single out there, but I'm afraid Amethyst is She's not off the mark. Yeah. Yeah. Since then, she claims to have sexual encounters with 20 different ghostly lovers. 20. 20. So 20 over 11 years. Say two a year, let's say. That's a bit of a, bit of a go, isn't she? Well, it sounds like, like it. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've not run across any ghost that want to have sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> so to find 20 in, in, in that short space of time, is she's doing somewhat well. Now, after meeting her ghost, the, this is the one. Does she this give is, him a name? This is, no, no. She, she's just called uh, planning to marry her ghost partner. I mean, she probably give him a name. Well, I'm sure she yeah. should. She's going to marry him. She's gonna, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's the least she's going to be doing it. <laughs> uh, she's uh, planning to marry her ghost partner and even have a baby together. Hmm. Amethyst, who lives in Northampton. Ah, oh, Northampton. Well, that's Did you enough say she said. Was Thirty or three? Thirty. Right. You should <laughs> probably know that this is not possible. Well, Amethyst, who lives in Northampton, um, with a <laughs> with a ghoul, says, "I was eighteen when I first had my first encounter with a ghost. I noticed things going missing in my home, like my phone, then they'd reappear in the spare room." A couple of days later, I went into that spare room and there was an energy in the air, like sexual tension. Right. So, I mean, she, she's she's obviously, she's she's come across this and she's jumped on a gun and said, you know, this, this is it, you know, this is uh, the ghost connecting with me. Then I felt the weight of a person, the ghost pressing against me. We soon began an intimate relationship. Which meant ending my current relationship with my real life fiance. Mm. I might have to get Jeremy Kyle in on this one. My friends and family weren't surprised too. They believe in ghosts as well. Well, all right, they might believe in ghosts, but don't believe you properly to leave in your real life fiance for someone for a ghost. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, yeah, that's not the same thing, is it? If she surely she didn't say to him. I'm having sex with a ghost, and they all went, oh yeah, we'll believe that. <laughs> now, I believe in aliens, but I don't believe they're 
probing people's assholes. <laughs> well, some people do. Yeah, no, but... <laughs> the first... If you came to me, right, and said you'd seen an alien, I'd say, all right. But I'm leaving happens. my missus because yeah, he's probing me. <laughs> then I'd say, no, that's a bit weird. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm all for that, Especially mate, yeah. if you didn't know his name. <laughs> we're getting married, we're going to have kids. The first ghostly partnership fizzled out. But this year, while on holiday, Amethyst met her current partner. She says, I was walking through the bush when I felt a rush of energy, and I knew I'd met a new lover. Sex with him is the best I've had in my life. It's probably the only. <laughs> I can feel him on top of me, and my orgasms are so intense. Mm. I now know and I know now that human men never satisfied me. I can't imagine being with one ever again. Well, I, I don't think... think so after this story, no. love. Isn't it weird, though, how all these people who find these ghosts that have sex with them are always, like, the best sex they've ever had? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's proper attention-seeking, isn't it? <laughs> well, Amethyst admits to not knowing much about her phantom lover... <laughs> Well, she's been with him for nine months. I thought she'd known Summit. We know his name. We, we communicate through feelings, she says. I don't know his name or his age, but I can sense that he loves me. We'd like to have a child together. I think phantom pregnancies occur when a woman is impregnated by a ghostly spirit, but as they're unaware of what's happening, they can't carry to full term. I believe I'll be able to give birth be that to a physical child or to a ghostly baby. Let's just let's just say this was real, right? And Andy's made this point before, but if she don't know who that ghost is, right? That yeah. could be the ghost of a relative. Yeah. Could be the ghost of a child rapist. Yeah. Could be the ghost. Of, you just don't know what it is. Assuming it was real. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. 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 Then to just carry on is a bit weird. But just a bit. Just a bit. Amethyst realm. But anyway, the realm of Amethyst. Um anyway, for those who observant people may have noticed this already before you do that, um the previous episodes will now be available on Patreon uh, for just one dollar. It's $1. called the Back Catalogue. The cheaper than chips catalogue. Yeah, all all the old shows. Pretty much are on there. Um, and like I say, they're under the. But there's this. <clears throat> right, there's no tabs on Patreon. I've asked them if they can put some on, um, or folders or anything like that, where we can separate this stuff up. The, the best they can do is a filter. Um, so what I'll do is I'll have to go through all the episodes. Obviously, they're numbered. So if you wanted to what, listen to episode five, say you could yeah. just type that in or one seven five. You could type that in and it'll come up. But um, I'm trying to get it so. I want tabs so you can so it's easier to organise yeah, and people so can, can find each one because yeah. it's not very easy. It's not very yeah. You've got to scroll a bit. It's they're all sort of in the mingle. Yeah. But, but going forward now, now we're up to where we are now with the Patreon. I think what we'll be able to do, which will be a lot easier, is I'll just be able to put the episodes out in in chronological order from now on. Yeah. So all the old ones are on there. So all the new ones are good. So every episode will be like I say in chronological yeah. order. So it'll be so much easier for everybody for everyone, involved. Yeah. Um, so the Patreon. Um, people will have got emails saying that there's new episodes on there. They are all the previous episodes. Now they are available to to um, 
basically any level of uh, the the old back catalogue is is available to any level of patron. Yeah. Okay. So whether you whether you are on the one dollar tier or the uh, ten dollar tier, whatever it is. So, but the back catalogue is only available to the back catalogue, which is one dollar tier. Okay. So one dollar a month gets you the back catalogue. Yeah. So if you're caught up with the shows and you want to listen to the old shows, go on to Patreon. One dollar a month, cancel any time, gets you access to all those other shows. There we go. $2 a month, $3 a month gets you access to those, plus the Patreon-only episodes, which we're recording today, um, which is going up there, another alien encounter, so that's on there today. So that gets you access to those, and the Mysterious Islands, which we yep. did every week. So that's basically that. So if you can, join Patreon, you know how to find it. Realm of Supernatural forward slash Patreon. Or go to Patreon's website, and they do do an app um, I don't need the app because what I do when you sign up to Patreon, someone was asking me this the week. I don't know if I, met, I don't know. I think I did mention it on the show, but when you sign up to Patreon, they send you like your unique RSS feed yes. code, and you what you do, you copy that, you take it to your podcast player, then somewhere on the settings there there'll be uh, submit URL, and you can post it in there, links it in, and links just it. yeah, and it literally yeah. brings it up like a, like you you know your ordinary podcast that you listen to, subscribe to, so. That's how you can do it. But they do have an app. Um, and presumably, I've not used the app because I don't need to, but I presume you could just go on the app and, and listen to the show straight from that. Because someone was asking me what the easiest way to listen to the Patreon episode Yeah, I was. mean, I first off downloaded the app and put it in, but then like it played like a part of the episode, but you had to have your phone on at all times type thing. But then you do have to link it in with your with that URL, and it links in everything. You don't have to ever do yeah, anything. Yeah, and I just put straight yeah, in. Yeah, straight on. So I use, obviously I use iTunes, so it's a lot easier to do it like that. I know there is other podcast apps that allow you to do it. I don't think, I don't think Stitcher allows you to put your custom URL in, I'm not sure. But anyway, if anyone wants to let me know, let me know. But that's where they are, that's how you can find it. So, yeah, any questions, just fire them across to us, we'll uh, happily help you out with that. Absolutely. Now, we're all aware of what's going on in the world right now. There's, there's been several things over the past past well but might as well say 2020 really because it's might, might as well he started at 2020 different things happening and uh the quarantine still ongoing i'd say it is i want yeah it's been relaxed a bit but it's still ongoing it's been forcibly relaxed hasn't it? forcibly relaxed but it's uh it's still ongoing now with all this quarantine going on obviously we said about more people are going to be at home more people are going to be there's more energy in the house, and mm. what spirits like is energy to feed off. Allegedly, yep. more energy they've got, the more activity you're supposedly going to get. Uh, depending on the spirit itself, if it's an active one, or you know, it's just uh, sat there in the background, likes to watch you. But there you go. What might be the next door neighbour can. But um, yeah, this one we've got a Scott account here of uh, quarantining with a ghost. It's scary. Now, for those who believe. Their lockdown with spectral roommates, the pandemic has been less isolating than they bargained for. It started. <laughs> this is uh, this is this is uh, in May, by the way. This is May, and it's uh, a chap called Will. It's uh, he gets he gets gets different things happen each night. If you think of back to the film of um, Paranormal Activity and things like that, you know where it's like a. Yeah. a video recording of him, of him in the night that's what it sort of is and uh, I've got an account of what, what goes on so 
It started with the front door. It started with the front door. Adrian Gomez lives with his partner in Los Angeles, where their first few days of sheltering in, in place for the coronavirus pandemic proved uneventful. They worked remotely and took a two-mile walk each morning and refinished their porcelain kitchen sink. But then, one night, the doorknob began to rattle vigorously, so loud he could hear it from across the apartment, yet no one was there. In mid-April, Mr. Gomez was in bed with a nearby widow. A uh, window. <laughs> window. That's so completely different. <laughs> it, was, it was in bed when a nearby window shade began shaking against the window frame so intensely, despite the fact the window was closed, an adjacent window shade remained perfectly still. The cats were all accounted for. No bug, nor bird, nor any other small creature had gotten stuck there. But Mr. Gomez thought it was an earthquake. Mm. I very seriously hid myself under the comforter. What's that? Is that a duvet, they yeah, call yeah. it, I think? Blanket. Yeah. Blanket. Uh, like you see in horror movies, because it really did freak me out. Now, though neither... He nor his partner noticed any unexplained activity at home before this. The couple can distinctly make out footsteps above their heads. No one lives above them. I'm a fairly rational person, said Mr. Gomez, who is 26 and works in IT support. I try to think what are the reasonable, tangible things that could be causing this. But when I don't have those answers, I start to think maybe there's something else going on. They're not alone, possibly in more ways than one. For those who experience of self-isolation involves what they believe to be a ghost, their days are punctuated not just by Zoom meetings or homeschooling, or but by disembodied voices, shadowy, shadowy figures, misbehaving electronics, invisible cats cozying up on couches, and caresses from hands that aren't there, and even in some cases, to borrow the technical parlance of Ghostbusters, free-floating, full-torso, vaporous apparitions. Some of these people are frightened, of course. Well, yeah. Others say they just appreciate the company. Well, I suppose, yeah, being alone, yeah, they wouldn't yeah, mind well, it, would they? Well, Amethyst did. Amethyst <laughs> went through 20 of them, so... Um, there is no scientific evidence for the existence of ghosts. Well, well, so they say. Yeah, so they say. But you know, I mean, they did another survey. I mean, we we all like surveys, but this one's getting a bit repetitive, and it's it's all um, this one's in the US of you know finding out the percentage of people during lockdown. Do you believe that you've been visited or? Uh, been with a ghost during lockdown. Mm. Now, out of these that have been done, it says 45%. 40, don't give a final figure. Now, that's, that's what I find quite weird. 45% think that they've had spirits. They've had spirits with them or accompanied them during the lockdown. Um, yeah, I wonder what, under that, out that percentage, what, how many of that percentage have actually experienced it before as well. I mean, there's another case here of uh, Mr. Hines. Um, he lives in Manhattan, 
but he, you know, during the lockdown, he's, he's lucky to have a second home. So he's gone, you know, and this, this is a nice, nice country cottage type thing. Uh, and this is in Western Massachusetts. Um, and it's like, a, think of it like a Airbnb type thing. That's, that's what it's like, his second flat type. And he woke up at 3am, thirsty for a glass of water. Okay, normal. He said he walked into the kitchen and saw a white man in his 50s wearing a well-worn World War II era military uniform and cap sitting at the table. Now, if this happens to me at 3 o'clock in the morning, I tell you what, I'm going to freak out and yeah. grab some yeah. for sure. Unless it's a, you know an old, vulnerable man, then I'm thinking, oh, hey, up, he's, he's just uh, got lost here. It seemed normal in the split second before I realised, wait, what's happening? And as I turned to look, he was gone. Mm. Now, it didn't. he said he didn't feel menacing at all. It almost didn't even occur to me to tell me my husband the next morning. Uh, to tell, for me to tell my husband the next morning. If you were to accept the premise that ghosts are real, it stands to reason that some tension would naturally result once their flesh and blood roommates start spending much, much more time together at home. So yeah, same thing, same principle. You know, more people staying together, you're bound to drag more people into, you know, more energy about. And there's one more as well. Now, this is uh, from a paranormal researcher. Mr. Tenney, his name is. He, he describes himself as a paranormal researcher. And uh, for those that you might know as well, he was part of a TV show um, Ghost Talkers. And he's seen something like this before. In 1999, immediately before uh, Y2K became, uh, sorry, he witnessed a spike in reported ghosts and poltergeist activity, as well as UFO sightings, which in his experience are also on the rise in this moment. It does not seem to have anything to do with her heightened state of anxiety or hypervigilance, he said. Mr. Tenney has no doubt but the vast majority of these cases in his inbox are completely ex explainable in nature. When the sun comes up and the house starts to warm up, they're usually at work. They're not used to hearing the bricks pop and the wood expand, he said. It's not that the house wasn't making those sounds, they just never had the time to notice it. And that's similar to what we was mentioning about the UFOs as well. Mm. You don't know they're there, or you don't know if they are there, you know, you're not looking. Or did they? Janie Cowan believes she's been haunted since college. The ghost she calls Matthew, a good biblical name might I add, chosen in the hopes that it would keep him on his best behaviour, explains Mrs Cowan, who is 26, has historically made his presence known in her Nashville home through the sounds of someone running up and down a staircase at night. The noises are not like a house settling. Or... Like our cat walking around, she said. Now, it's very unclear. It's out to get the attention of them. It's just making noises. Yeah. And around the same time, a couple began to self-isolate in March. And Mr. Cowan started to use their guest bathroom so that his wife, a health nurse, could 
who has been picking up more night shifts during a pandemic could sleep in without the sounds of his morning routine disturbing her. And he says he has found that uh, Matthew, who both spouses agree, prefers Mrs. Cowan and doesn't like him as such. On three separate occasions while showering in the guest bath, Mr. Cowan has been unexpectedly blasted with cold water, but it wasn't just a quirk of a plumbing. Every time, he said, he reached out to find that the hot water nozzle had been turned off. <laughs> now, I don't know. With that one, I mean, the nozzle's being turned off. I do like to play, some of them are a bit tedious, however. I like to do that child's play type thing with you. Yeah. But, I don't know, it's a bit of a weird one. Especially during lockdown as well. You know it's just the two of you. Your wife's coming home from work. You're in the bathroom. You know she's asleep. She's she's going to be... She, she, she won't be playing games at that sort of time. But there you go. So that's uh, a few accounts there of quarantining with a ghost. I wouldn't say it's scary as such, but more... You're more worried about what's happening around you, I think. I won't say it's scaring them. Well, it'll be interesting to find out if anyone thinks that they've experienced a ghostly going on um, during lockdown, then let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, get the stories into us. I think us. Um, if you've been having ghost things going on on and off anyway, then that's one thing. But if you've just experienced it just during lockdown, that's completely different, isn't it? That's, yeah. You know, that seems to be what these these stories are sort of talking about people as if they've not experienced this shit before then they've spent so much time in their house which they not normally do yeah they're either noticing things you know yeah um you know maybe that's just because you've been locked in the house and you're going like stay yeah. crazy or something like but... next door neighbor's cat crapping in your garden you know, yeah. that a lot more but um i don't know it'd be interesting to find out so yeah that's two polls then that's two yeah yeah so, now um, there's been a bit more like we said about the UFO activity, uh, there's been a bit more of it kicking off recently. Um, and one of them that popped up on my phone this morning, it come up as uh, on my newsfeed, and it comes straight up as uh, strange UFO over Japan. Yeah. So I thought, well, okay, let's have, let's have a look. And I had a look at it and I thought, well, I, thought I, was, I thought I was watching an episode of Star Wars. It looked like Death Star at first. I thought, well, what's that in the sky? You know, something hovering over the city like that. But it's not a bird. It's not a plane. And it's not an alien. Well, at least we don't think it is. Uh, still, the origin of a strange balloon-like UFO that appeared in the sky over the city of Sendai in Japan. Uh, so, yeah, this was uh, yesterday. Uh, towards the 18th of June. This was on June the 17th. Um, at around 7am local time. I don't know what our time is with us. Are we way ahead of us, I think it is, or something? Or way behind? One of the two, innit? Way ahead. Way ahead. Um, remains a mystery. A full day after its sudden arrival, the object looked like a large, white, unmanned balloon mm. attached to two crossed propellers, according to news reports. The UFO lingered in the sky, largely motionless, for several hours before drifting over the Pacific Ocean. Now, a lot of people are saying, uh, you know, weather balloon, meteorologists, and all things like that. Yeah. Um, 
and when you look at it, yeah, you'd go, you'd go. Oh, it does look like a balloon. It does look like yeah. a weather balloon, to be fair. Uh, well, while but, saying that, um, they're filming it from an aircraft. Yeah. So that makes you wonder: would they have weather balloons in the vicinity of where aircraft? Of where are? they are, yeah. Now, while a weather balloon seems like the obvious explanation to this, mm. they are widely uh, they are widely available for purchase over in in Japan. Uh, so any any old Tom, Dick, and Harry can go buy one. Why, why would you? I, I don't know. I mean, it's like them lanterns, uh, Chinese lanterns in it, where you can light them. And the same. That's oh, different. Yeah, but they're but... banned now, aren't they? Have a band of them? Yeah, because oh, the right. cattle kept eating them. They've been added to the list of the turkey twizzlers. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, someone from uh, the Sendai Bureau of the Japan Meteorological Agency told, uh, you know, reporters, it's not ours. You know, it's not one of ours, uh, in his daily press briefing. Uh, and Jap- Japan's chief cabinet secretary, I uh, won't pronounce her name, also denied any knowledge of the balloon's origin. So, government doesn't know about it, you know, weather, scientists, all these, they don't know about it either. But, um, they also tried to pop in any rumours that the balloony UFO was a dastardly instrument of a foreign government. So here we go. Well, yeah, because the Japanese tried to bomb America with balloons, didn't they? Well... That's what they reckon Roswell was, don't they? Oh, some people. Some people. Um, now, obviously, earlier on Wednesday, social media speculation about the object ran rampant, giving air to the theories that the UFO was disturbing... Uh, sorry, distributing North Korean propaganda, or, you know, spreading the novel coronavirus. Well, yeah. Um, you know, the evidence of which is there's nothing out there no. of that. Um, it's all speculation. And I'll post a video up of it, and I'll post a couple of pictures up on the Hangout as well of, of it. But it is a bit weird, you know. No one's claiming to it. But like I say, if they are widely available to anyone to buy... Then, like I say, it does look like it does look like your traditional common garden. Yeah, yeah. Balloon, but yeah. it's so close to it. They're actually filming it from an aircraft, so that being released so close to it, where aircraft are flying, I just don't see that happening. No, I mean no. you can't even fly drones anywhere near the airport. Oh, none of the not not now. So, but anyway, that's um, a quick little news show. Um, we just threw that together because we was here anyway, but. Things are getting back to normal, so hopefully the show should start coming out as normal. Um, Starting with a monster episode that we are recording right now, which will be available from this afternoon on Patreon. Yes, it will. So, you lucky devils, we'll get it shortly. Thank you very much for joining us, and uh, we will see you on the other side. Bye for now. And take part in the polls. Well, they've gone. No, just for now. It wasn't the right time for us to meet. But there'll be other nights, other stars for us to watch. They'll be back.